Hi, my name is Amber. I'm a Reiki master and shamanic practitioner. And this podcast is on the sacredness of money. Um, I tend to write a few notes before I do a podcast, just a few pointers to keep me on track, because I do have a tendency to sometimes get carried away with the information that may be coming through. But I haven't done that this time, so this is an experiment. This is a free-for-all to see what, what spirit wants to say today, what needs to be shared. I've been feeling this kind of um, this welling up of intensity, um, of of energy, of emotion around the subject of the energy of money. And mainly because recently, not that I haven't always been aware of it, but I've it's become even more acute, especially when coming out of ceremonies and then integrating back into everyday life, is the huge disparity between those that have and those that do not have. And how we have allowed ourselves to get into such a state where we live in a world where there are some that do not have a roof over their heads or food in their stomachs, where where there are people that that are having to beg for for food, uh, for money, um, having to sell themselves, um, putting themselves in really desperate situations simply to have enough to eat. And then there are others that are that are so oblivious to that disparity and and more than that are um are not assisting in the in the resolution of that disparity and what's come up for me is the sacredness of money now i believe that we all come into this world with certain gifts and these gifts are our medicine for the world they're what we're here to do who we're here to be and they are the reason why we came here, in a sense. You know, we came here because there was something that our our soul wanted to share uh, with the planet at this time. We came here for a reason, you know. Some people will call it a life mission. Some people call it a life purpose, a life path. You know, whatever label you want to give it, I just see it as we came here for a reason. And so some people come with these incredible gifts, you know. And we all know people like that. We know people that can... Um, cook an amazing meal out of nothing. Um, people that are so in their bodies that watching them move, you know, whether they're dancers or they're, um, they're fitness coaches or um, they're yoga instructors, they, they just have this ability to kind of manipulate their body and do these incredible things. Well, you know, maybe the rest of us struggle to get to that level. It's a, we really have to, it's an effort, but it's not an effort for them. We hear people open their mouths and these incredible sounds come out, you know, these wonderful singers that make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up and people who have incredible penmanship and they can put words to paper and, you know, they they just, they they create a language that transports us to other dimensions. Uh, people that, that are able to create such visuals that, that we are transported to other ways of being and feeling from filmmakers to artists uh to to more we all have this gift you know people that make us laugh um uh, people that inspire us people that motivate us and and we'll we'll have known people like that you know we'll have grown up with 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 beings like that we'll have gone to school with them we'll we'll have people like that in our workplace you know in a as we exist as a community uh, there's there's there'll, there'll be certain roles that are played out in that community whether it's an office or 
it's um it's your close circle of friends or whatever your community happens to be there'll be the joker there'll be the organizer there'll be the chef um you know there'll there'll be the one that's the space holder there'll be the the one that gives love um so we all have something is my basic premise is my belief right we've come here to to share that and for some people their gift is their incredible ability to create wealth some people and we i'm sure we all know them have this incredible kind of midas touch and whatever they do whether it was a small business that they set up and they were at school you know doing a paper round or selling lemonade or whatever to whatever they may have created in their lives now they're able to just magic up money they they're able to do the undertake alchemy in that way or you know they're the ones that can put a bet on a horse or the lottery or whatever and 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 they're going to come out on top they're going to come out with with cash in 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 the bank and that's a skill you know that's the ability to to magic up something out of nothing and i think that's a skill that deserves um recognition as, as being a sacred gift now oftentimes things like this are not seen as sacred because you know money has a funny place in our society we have this love hate relationship with it on the whole most people want lots of money if you ask most people what they want you know often when i do guided meditations or i have circles the circles the meditations that are the most subscribed are those are those that are for money for abundance and then it's love so we seem to be as human creatures we seem to be seeking two things money abundance and love someone to share that with um and ultimately we're seeking comfort and we're seeking uh someone to share that with so we have this desire in us to 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 what to want money to make money to have it to have nice things in our life to to have comfort to have security to have safety and yet we seem to also have a kind of hateful relationship with money and that we can often resent um giving it away so it's like we want it we want that energy we want it want it want it but we don't really want to give it away you know like we have to ask ourselves when it comes to our relationship with the sacredness of money is is our relationship equal now it works one of two ways either we are giving 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 and so we're constantly in depletion really and our bank accounts will be in the negative so in the red um or we're constantly taking 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 and so our bank accounts will be chock full but we're not really recycling it we're not we're not giving it and, and in a sense how that manifests in people you can almost say energetically how it manifests is that if you're not giving off that energy freely giving as freely as it comes to you there will be a stuckness in you it will either be manifested in your body it will be a physical stuckness so you know perhaps there's a part of your body that you no matter what you do you can't seem to shift that weight um or your body or there is a stuckness just to how fluid your body feels that fluidity within it um or just tracking the internal landscape of your body but one was to track it we would feel sense that stuckness a few walls you know a few brick walls that we might have to break down because really what's happening is all that energy is coming in and then it's not going out with that same fluidity we're not being the channel or if we're constantly giving 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 we might find that there's a depletion so we don't have enough energy we're exhausted we're kind of running on empty we're sputtering along you know we might find that our body is really breaking down 
we're not taking great care of ourselves because we're we're one of those people that, that, that you know you just gives gives gives. Um, I mean, I know which category I tend to fall into, um, but you know, there's times in my life when I've I've witnessed people around me fall into both categories, and it's been quite fascinating to see that to witness that. But my point being with that is that if we view money as sacred, right? If we view that gift of being able to to create the energy of money, so to be, we, we, you know, we were gifted, which is a really great gift to have for planet Earth, because a lot of these other gifts, you know, the gift of music, the gift of color, the gift of movement, are gifts that would work on other dimensions. Because really our dimensions, are, 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 are the, the interdimensional states in which we live are about color, sound and music. You know, every, every, every frequency that we have can be translated into color, sound, music, right? But it doesn't get translated into money. So it's a really specific gift to being on planet Earth. That we that, that that those that have come here with that ability have come here with. It's like they've come with, you know, they've got all their tools for going on this excursion. You're going to leave the spirit world. You're going to go to this place called planet Earth. And these are all the things that you're going to need. I mean, some of you are going to get this extra special pack, which is the planet Earth kind of, you know, um, special pack. Uh, it's it's on the hot list, and that is the gift of 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 being able to magic up money. So some come with that gift. Now my point is that if it's a gift, the whole point is that we are merely a channel for it. We we are just the conduit. We are the channel. We are not it. We are not defined by it. We do not own it. It does not own us. We are the channel for it. So those who have a gift of creating money, their role in society is to be the channel for magicking up the energy of money, which will give others in society the assistance that they may need because they may not have that gift. And I believe that we have lost the sacredness around money because we've forgotten that if you have it, you're just the channel for it. You know, it's a bit like, and this is where we fall into the trap of, of believing that we are more than just the channel. So it is a bit like a healer. So I'm going to use my own example. You know, I always say to clients and to students, um, if, if I get given any feedback, you know, thank you very much, you did this, you did that. I will always give that power back to them and say, I was just the channel for it. And that's not to negate that I've had to work really hard at being the channel and to clear myself out, as you have to, as any artist has to. But um, it's just to say that it's not me. You know, I don't put my hands on something and start doing some, something to, the, to them in terms of energy. I'm not, I'm not, in a sense, planning out a shamanic healing, going, well, then I'm going to do a bit of rattling, and then I thought I'd do a bit of this, and then I thought I'd do a bit of that. And that's not how it works. I mean, this podcast is a prime example of it. I have absolutely no idea what spirit wants to communicate through me, but the only way it's going to get communicated is by me allowing myself to be the channel, because none of this is scripted, trust me, as you'll probably hear from the number of times I keep tripping over my words. So I'm just the channel. As the healer, I'm just the channel. What needs to come through me comes through me so it can assist others.
If I started identifying with that and saying, yes, when I put my hands on someone, I do this and I do that. And when we're in a shamanic healing, I'm bringing back your soul part. and I'm taking this stuff out of you. And, you know, I'm com completing the healing by bringing back power for you. How incredibly off the track would I be? And how much in my ego would I be? And how special would I feel that I am? You know, if I if I really believed that, I'd be kind of sitting somewhere on a throne looking down on everyone else going, I'm incredible. I can put my hands on people and their stomachs start rumbling and gurgling instantly because the energy is moving. I can just put my hand above someone and they'll start crying because suddenly they're having visions of things that need clearing in them. You know, I can, I can just pick up a drum and I can suddenly start bringing in power into people. I mean, can you imagine how egotistical that would be? How dangerous... How dangerous that would be. How deluded that would be. How misguided that would be. And how lacking in humility that would be. And how lacking in the sacredness of the work that would be. Similarly for an artist, you know, most, most artists, the ones that have really crafted and honed their their gift, when you ask them about, you know, well, where do you get your inspiration from? Or, you know, where did that, where did the inspiration come for that song or that piece of work? Or when you move, how does that happen? Most, most will say to you, I don't know, something just kind of moves through me. Something needs to express itself through me. Most will say something moves through me. Something moved through me as I created that piece of music. Something, you know, something... I felt like I channeled something, something greater than me. And we know that. And how do we know that? Because we'll feel, we'll feel the hairs on the back of our neck stand up. We'll be, something in us, in us as we witness that, we'll be overwhelmed. We'll be just, oh, we, we'll know that we're witnessing something divine, right? But then the artist has the danger of, well, of losing their artistry and to falling into ego if they believe that somehow they are the the business you know they are it that that the world would be incomplete without that specific song that they had written and then then this is when we get into the territory of you know and and, and i don't follow media much but this is where we get to the territory of of superstardom and celebrity stardom and and how ludicrous that can be in terms of demands people make and how out of touch with reality often artists can become when they go into celebrity status, which is really about God status. So celebrity status means that we forget we're the channel, in a sense, and we believe we are the gods. We forget that we are a channel for the spirits. We are a channel for the divine, and we believe we are the divine. Now, of course, some of you who followed my podcast will know that I often say we are all a slice of the divine, and we are. You know, the more you channel that divinity, the more it, it kind of runs through you and rubs off on you, and you become a slice of the divine. But we need to remember, we need to have that humility that there are so many things in this universe that we will never, ever understand with our little human brains, and so much that we could never have put together with our little human brains that the majesty and the intricacy and the interconnectedness of this galaxy, of these galaxies, of this universe is beyond us. And we, of course, we have to surrender to the fact that there is something greater than us, but that we work in co-creation with it. Being a channel isn't that it's passive. You know, we don't just sit there and wait for inspiration to hit us. It's a co-creation. 
So with artists, it's a co-creation. They do what they need to do to limber themselves up to be that channel. And all I can say is as a, as having been an actress for a long period of time, and I still write and, you know, poetry is my thing. And being a healer, I do what I need to do to keep myself as clear as possible so that spirit, the divine, can move through me and I can share what needs to be shared through my um, gift to the world, which for me has always really been words and communication. And it's been the written word and the spoken word. And that's how spirit moves through me. I kind of wish spirit moved through me through dance and or I could just, you know, open my mouth and, and be an, an, an opera singer or something. But Although I love song and I love dance, you know, it's not, it's it's not my my preferred gift for the world. The thing that, the thing that has always been a constant in my life has been that form of communication, which has been verbal and written. So, we see that we're the channel, right? The healer's the channel. The artist is the channel. So, what about the one that can magic up money? What about the one that was given that special emergency pack to come to planet Earth? where the gift was you will be able to run a really great business. You know, you'll be able to magic up abundance. What I'd like to see, what I don't often see, is that those beings say, oh, I'm just a channel. Spirit's just moving through me. Oh, that business that I created, spirit moved through me. Spirit wanted me to create this business so that I could bring more abundance into the world. You know, I've just made three million this year and I thought I would spend two million of that, if not two and a half million of that, on building some schools and building some hospitals and, you know, just reaching out to those in the community that that feel lost and alone. Um, you know, there's a couple down the road and their house is about to be repossessed, so I just paid off their mortgage for them and then there was a woman down the street and you know, she she was badly in debt, so I just cleared her debts for her. And there was a there's a kid uh, next door, and he needed a, a, an important operation, and I paid for that because I'm just the channel. This is just flowing through me. I don't own it. You know, as as readily as I give it, more comes through me. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of that sacredness from big businesses, from big entrepreneurs, from this top one hundred footsie list that we have of people that are that are our multi-billionaires around the world I want to see more of that spirit and I want to know why it's not happening you know it'd be a bit like me saying oh yeah when I sit in meditation when I when I did my Reiki attunements when I did my shamanic initiations I got all this incredible energy and it came into me yeah and I felt divine love and I felt incredible healing in my body and it was amazing and sometimes you know when I put my hands on myself I feel this heat because I know that's that healing energy and I can put my hands on someone else and, and this healing energy will come through and people will feel it and someone will say to me oh so do you readily share what you do oh no I don't share what I do no, I don't, I, don't, I don't share it with others. I don't let it flow through me. I just hold on to it. I just hold on to all that energy and I sit on it and I sit on it and I sit on it. It's of absolutely no use. That's a gift wasted and it will create stuck energy in me. So from a healer's perspective, and this is very much my perspective, you know, going into healing was never my intention. I was an actress and I went into, you know, I walked this path a long time ago because I wanted to heal myself. And circumstances just meant that I ended up doing this for others. 
But what I found was that the more I was diving into the work and the deeper I was going with the work, that, that if I wasn't assisting others, if I wasn't putting my hands uh, on others to give them healing, that the energy was getting really blocked in me. And I was starting to feel really restless with this buildup of energy in me. So actually, I needed to do it. I needed to do the healing work, not to feel good about myself, not to feel special, but because there was this this energy coursing through me and it wasn't being shared, it wasn't being released in the way that it was intended to be released. It's a bit like, you know, when I write, I will have the words swimming around my head. I mean, many writers, that's why they keep a notepad and pen by their night table because in the middle of the night, they'll wake up with ideas and if they don't write them down, they'll lose the ideas or they won't get any sleep because the ideas will be going round and round their head. So when I have words swimming around my head, I immediately write them down. And it's the same for artists. If they start having, you know, visual artists, if they start having visions, they'll, they'll you know, put them down or um, a dancer will need to move it or a singer will need to get that music or a musician or whatever. So my point is, is if those that have come here are able to accumulate wealth because that's their gift and they're not sharing that gift, then how stuck is that energy? How lacking in sacredness is that gift? And it is because the sacredness of that gift has not been honoured. The sacredness of money, the gift of being able to magic up money has not been honoured by those who are gifted with it. It is because of that that we live in a society of disparity. I'm not saying it's just because of that. There's free will and there's many other factors that come into play. But it's one of the core reasons why we live in a society of disparity. If today those that have shared what they have with those that do not, we would not have a world of poverty. If today those that are our top 100 earners throughout the world shared their wealth freely, openly, not so that they do without, so they have enough and others have enough, we would not live in a world of poverty and starvation. We would not live in a world where some people are without. And newsflash, until not a single person in this world is without, on this planet, not a single person is without, none of us are going to get to that mythical state of ascension that we are sometimes told about. None of us are going to step into that brave new world because they can be no lost causes. They can be no outsiders. They can be no that are, none that are left on the sidelines. There can be none that are left starving, or none that are left alone, or homeless, or scared, or ill, or rejected, or depressed, or disappointed. None. Absolutely none. And that is the task that faces us all collectively as a worldwide community. And my feeling is that you know, healers are great at sharing that, that energy, you know, free healing, swaps, exchanges, artists are the same, you can't stop a singer from singing, they're always sharing that energy, you can't stop a comic from making you laugh, you can't stop a dancer from moving, you know, you can't stop a writer from writing, you know, these, these people are constantly letting that energy flow through them, because they know that if they don't let it flow through them, it's going to get stuck. And what have we found with our financial crisis, the fact that nations are in debt, that people are swimming, drowning in, in, in debt after debt, is that those that have are not letting it flow through them. They're sitting on it. They're not letting it flow through them. They're sitting on it. And that's why we have the world that we live in. And that is what needs to be addressed. How do we address that? I think we address that in our everyday life by, by asking ourselves, what is your gift? Now, 
I'm going to be really honest, my gift is not business. You know, my gift is not magicking up money. I didn't come with that special little uh, kit for planet Earth. That's not my gift. My gift is the healing work. My gift is words, expression. You know, my gift is uh, is often opening doors for people, you know, saying to people that are looking in one direction, hey, have you thought about looking over there? Because the view might be a little bit brighter. And as people turn and they look in that direction, I let them walk that path. So I'll, I'll often nudge people in the direction in which it may be most beneficial for them to try experimenting or walking down. That's my gift. Now, you might have a different gift, but the question I put to you today, whoever you are, wherever you are listening to this, what is your gift? What is your gift and are you sharing it freely with the world? By freely, I don't mean are you giving it away and getting nothing in return. There has to be a fair exchange. And the reason I say that, you know, those that have are able to gift to those that don't is because in a sense it is a fair exchange you know if if you're not by fair exchange i mean that we can't be without yeah so if it if it depletes you if it um if you're you know if you're uh, operating at a loss um if you can't afford to feed yourself or feed your family then it's not a fair exchange right then you're giving your gift away and you're not getting enough in return and it's really important that there's a balance so of course your needs must be met make sure that you have food in your stomach food in your cupboards food for your family a roof over your heads a, a, a nice comfortable existence that you're taking care of your needs when all of that is taken care of and as a fair exchange for your gift anything else can be shared freely so I bring it back to the healing example, you know, I have, um, there's, there's, there's kind of areas of my work, so I have areas of my work where I ask for an exchange, because I need that exchange, because that exchange ensures that I have a roof over my head, and I can pay my bills, and I can, I can, I can live, and I can eat, and I can look after myself, and I can bathe, and I can buy clothes. If I didn't do, do all those things, I wouldn't be able to share my gift, right? If I didn't do all those things, I would be operating at a loss, at a depletion. So the exchange is needed. The exchange is an honoring of my gift. But anything else, I share freely. So these podcasts are free. There's loads of them. They've been on iTunes since 2013. All free. I share this gift freely. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel. There's a lot of videos on there. They've taken hours to put together and compile and, you know, uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of my time I've given up. I give that freely. There has to be a, f- a fair exchange. So as long as I'm, you know, I'm getting that exchange for for the main body of work that I do, I'm able to share um, the rest of what my gift is quite freely. So this is what I mean, you know. So if you've got ten million in the bank, you know, come on, I'm sure you're able to share some of that quite freely without doing without. So you know, I don't know. I don't know if anyone out there who's got 10 million in the bank is actually listening to this, but you know what? Even if you've got a million in the bank, even if you've got under a million in the bank, I want you to ask yourself, how much of that do you share freely? How much are you investing in those that need it? Are you investing in, you know, small businesses? Are you helping those that need it? Are you helping those that need it? Are you sharing your gift freely? Because if you're not, you're not honoring the sacredness of what you have been given by the divine. And let's face it, you can't take this with you. You know, pieces of paper won't be taken with you. Pieces of paper count for nothing in the spirit world. Time and the mechanics of money means absolutely nothing in the spirit world. 
You know all that matters in the spirit world? Truth and love and joy. There's a lot of laughter in the spirit world. A lot of laughter, a lot of movement, a lot of dance. You often see the spirits dancing. There's song, there's music, there's color. There's a lot of poetry sometimes. The beauty, beauty of words. But you don't see them wandering around in big cars and and, and big bling jewelry and wearing designer clothes and, and you know, building extensions to houses. <laughs> that doesn't exist in the spirit world. So time and money are irrelevant when we depart from this realm, when we depart from planet Earth. Therefore, make sure that you have used your gift as honorably as possible, that you've allowed that energy to flow through you. Because imagine the world that we could live in if we shared our gifts freely, you know, there would be no one without. Like the beauty of being able to share music with those who can't create music. I'd love to be a concert pianist, but I'm not. But wow, am I transported when I listen to someone playing the piano. I'd love to have, have uh, gone to dance school and, and, and be able to tap and do ballet and all that kind of stuff. I can't really. You know, I love to move, but... Then I watch, you know, someone up on stage doing something like a Fosse musical or just that precision of movement and I'm transported and I'm inspired. I'd love to be able to magic up money instantly and have that kind of Midas touch, but I don't really have it. You know, I've never gambled and yeah, I've never really run a business, like a large business and, and pulled in millions of pounds. Uh, but I know the benefits of doing that, you know, I know the benefits of what money can bring into someone's life, the comfort it can bring and the safety and security. And I know the benefits of having, uh, you know, money given to me as an exchange or as gifts and, the, and that kind of comfort that it gives me. So share your gifts freely, you know. I know sometimes there are those in sessions that people I work with or friends and and sometimes I'll write something or they'll read a poem of mine or they'll listen to something that I've recorded and they'll tell me that that that, that, that the words that came through really healed them, really took them on a journey, really inspired them. Now, I don't always understand that because it just flows through me. But if if something that flows through me so easily can bring sustenance to someone else, that's a really beautiful thing. And so I urge... All those out there, whether you're listening or not, or whether you know people like this, and maybe you could have plant a seed, is that if money flows into your life very easily, then make sure that you're sharing it very easily also. And that's without expectation, without rules, without, you know, limits, just freely. God, it would be like me sharing, you know, recording this podcast and saying, yeah, but you can only listen to this podcast between the hours of this and this and you must be wearing certain clothes and you know afterwards you have to do a little ritual <laughs> just, if you're going to share it just share something freely um yeah the sacredness of money i urge all of you to sit with the sacredness of money as well and just ask what is your relationship like with money does it flow too easily from your hands does it not flow at all and how can you start to bring that into balance and maybe i'll create a little meditation around that or another podcast on how we can bring that into balance but today's podcast was just about planting a few seeds and waking us up to sometimes you know we can forget that there is a sacredness to that gift 
And, and maybe sometimes those who have that gift don't realize that they have a gift. And so maybe it's about, you know, waking waking those that have this gift up and saying, look, you do this incredible thing. You magic money out of thin air. Now, how about doing that and then sharing it with the world? Wouldn't that be incredible? Wouldn't that be incredible? I leave you with those thoughts. This was a free-flowing podcast that has taken, I think, 31 minutes. So that's why I often write notes, because it keeps me bit more succinct but spirit wanted to speak strongly through me today and um all my podcasts all my meditations go out unedited so they can be a little bit messy and rough around the edges but you know that what you're getting are the true words of spirit as they have moved through me in a moment um and i share them with you freely until the next time so it is and so it shall be